0: This is the Epilogue Audio
1: Experience. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Bidjistan, where streamers live. In this show, we talk about everything from Seinfeld to Mirzapur. I'm your host, Siddharth Jain, and joining me as always is Gaurav Jain and Maharsha. Without further ado, let's dive in.
2: Hi, guys. How's it going? Uh, we- I've done this after a few days break, I guess, busy times for everybody.
1: Yeah, long gap. I hope you guys have streamed a lot of content in this gap. Yeah, tons for me. Yeah. I'm sure for
2: Gaurav,
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure I've seen so much and I've probably forgotten a lot of it as well. It's been that long,
1: you know, <laughs> a gap. So let's dive in straight with the Golden Globes. So as we are discussing, so what do you all think of the awards generally? I mean, any surprises, shocks? Um, honestly... Shocks some of them, but
0: I'm surprised that you know certain titles didn't like kind of uh, make it, which so I'm kind of happy about as well. Like I know like Tenet didn't get any nominations except I think music or something, which is great because it was a terrible film. But uh, from a surprise standpoint, I was I was definitely surprised in some of the categories, and then some of the categories I wasn't. But in general, it's just a bad year for film, man. Like none of the stuff that I saw was really compelling. Like some of them are some of them are good films, but then. Also, the fact that you haven't watched him in cinemas really goes against uh, figuring out like, you know, who, who like a winner should be. So it's like a very weird year that way for me, at least.
2: Yeah, I agree. I agree with Gaurav. I mean, A, more than, you know, the thing is when we were, when, when we were sort of also preparing for this episode, when I went back, you know, it's, it's more than the winners. I think it's the, the, nom- the nominations itself, uh, themselves that are so fucking disappointing. Yeah. You know, it's Mm. not like a very interesting category. Unlike the Emmy this season, which was fantastic because there were, I mean, there was genuine competition. You didn't know who was going to win. With this one, I think, you know, we would have done the prediction episode. We would have anyway got all of them bang on because there's no real competition. And on the whole, from the production to everything, it was just a huge downer for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's kind of, it seems like different people have made different lists for different categories in some way also.
0: But the Globes have always been this really weird award show anyway, right? I mean, it's always been like this weird mix of film and TV, first of all. So it's it's neither here nor there, unlike the Emmys and the Oscars. And, and the thing that I've been thinking about is like how much of an impact this is going to actually have on the Academy Awards, which are usually by now, like, you know, I think they're done by now, right? Or... They're voting or something uh, like that at this point. Oh yeah, typically. you're right.
2: No, it's, it's yeah, it's so, generally third or fourth week of Feb always.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. the globes are kind of done, and they don't really impact the Oscars in a very big way because the voting, I think, is already on. Like now, I think because this is done and that is yet to happen. You know, there might be some kind of a, 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 a maybe like a direct impact uh, mm-hmm, on, on mm-hmm. things.
1: So, but the like we've got a bunch of our uh, you know favorite shows as winners. I mean. We also nominations, right? So I'm thinking... Your favorite show,
2: you mean? Your favorite show. <laughs> so I was happy to see
1: like Perry Mason getting at least like one nomination that I spotted. And then obviously The Crown, yeah. And uh, Schitt's Creek, Queen's Gambit. I mean, these all are all like favorite shows of last year.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I think, I think the show stuff is way better than the film. Uh, norms I think uh, I think it's also better because we've probably seen a lot more of the shows than we have of the films that are out there right now uh, you know uh, I think Perry Mason but I think Perry Mason the only norm I know of is, is Matrix. I think for the actor yeah, I think that was the yeah. only one I, I well, saw. I think
1: that was the best department I mean he was really yeah good.
2: yeah but uh, uh, how do so, you watched? Nomadland that's the one that I really want to watch because I was going through the nominees and then I looked up the plot outline it just seems like a very interesting idea it seems very relevant uh, so that's the one that I'm curious about. Other than that, I'm not really interested in any of the other stuff so much. I, I'm assuming Gaurav, have you watched it? No, I haven't. No, I haven't watched it. Although I'm a huge fan of like uh, Francis McDormand. So I, I definitely
0: want to check it out at some point. Uh, but, you know, uh, like I said, right? Like some of these things you try and watch in cinemas if they show up at festivals and this and that. And obviously the opportunity doesn't exist right now. So oh, I'm trying not to watch too many of these films on TV, man. It just sucks. Like I was watching Tenet the other day. Hmm. which was a terrible film, but, uh, but just from make the scope and scale of it, I would still rather waste that 500 bucks in a cinema because visually it is spectacular, you know, and, and, and that's kind of part of the equation. So, uh, so yeah, I
2: just killed it watching it on TV, man. No, well, I, I fully agree. In fact, you know, I also watched Tenet after Gaurav said, you know, one, one must watch it. And I mean, you know, I, I, I the only reason, and I, and I totally get where you're coming from. In fact, the more time I've spent with it, you know I think I would have probably walked out of this one uh, if I was in the theater because it was just so bizarre now that I've had time to read about it think about it. Yeah. But yeah, I mean it it was just so spectacular visually. It it it, it had the all the trap trappings of a Christopher Nolan spectacle. You know all yep. that was there. Yeah. Um, I think Didn't you get that from the experience. trailer?
1: Didn't you guys get that from the trailer?
2: No, but that's the thing that you you want to do this on the big screen rather uh, because then it's still relatively more enjoyable. Uh, but it's still but you'll still be disappointed, right? For sure, for sure. Like yeah, I but saw then, the
1: trailer you know, I mean, and I, like, I didn't feel like watching the film. Really? Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't. I, it, I seemed,
0: it seemed like a bit of an action thriller. It, it, you know, it had those moments those Bond-esque sort of uh, you know, opportunities in there. So I was like, okay, it's worth checking out because some of the trailers that they cut were like more action-oriented than they were sort of mystical or whatever sci-fi. And that's why I was kind of interested to see where he's going with it. But having said that, I would never watch of a movie, you know, if a movie starts, I'll take a nap, but I've paid for that goddamn two and a half hours or whatever. I'm sitting it. I'm not leaving. It wasn't that bad also. It wasn't that bad. also. yeah. But look, workout bad what nahi tha. No,
2: I At come from, I Khan from a place film? of deep, uh, deep bias. Christopher Nolan is my favorite contemporary filmmaker. So I come from there mm-hmm. more than anything. Sure. Maharaj,
1: what I was, I was that know. film that Farah Khan made with Akshay Kumar? teesmar Khan? Tiesmaar Khan. I walked out of that film after. Film. Yeah, but but here's the trick,
0: right? I would never go into that theater, so then I
1: don't really leave in the <laughs> <movie>. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know why I went for that film. I can't remember. We if all, make mistakes, film, we all gonna... make mistakes, Sid. We all make mistakes, Sid. We all make mistakes, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
0: anyway, oh, I mean, think I think it's like the worst Christopher Nolan film easily. Even though I think it's worse than Interstellar, which is saying something. So.
2: Uh, you it's know. probably the weakest. I would. I, I mean, I, I think. So. I think in terms of writing, it seems to be the most contrived for sure. Um, yeah. Although I, I personally, and and you know, directorially, and this is from a very academic point of view, I get all the all the brilliance of Dunkirk. But I, I probably, I think that maybe Dunkirk is the one that I actually enjoyed least. And and I'm not, yeah. I'm not. I'm not taking away the academic uh, brilliance of it at all. You know. Uh. Uh, uh, but I, I immensely enjoyed, enjoyed, I immensely enjoyed Dunkirk, which is why I was so
0: disappointed, you know, with uh, with this as a as a as his next project. And it, 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 this seems like a mix of everything else he's done. Like he tends to like those sci-fi sort of, you know, mind-bending tales. At the same time, like this visual Bond-esque
2: spectacle of this massive universe and big sandbox. I, I, I just think that uh, his budget. Sorry, I'll interrupt. And I'll interrupt. Yeah. yeah. And just to add, there are two more things. Right? A, there is. Yeah always a love story somewhere and be mm. there. You're always having lunch with Michael Kane. <laughs> I think that's like a bit of a in-joke now with, uh,
0: with him. Right. I think that, I think Kane's just in there's like a talisman, or like a good luck charm, obviously it didn't work, but, uh, but this is like the film I was dying to watch, dude, like all year, like, you know, I was dying to watch it all year and, um, uh, and stupidly I went and watched WW84, which is also bad. And then, uh, and then missed out on this. I think I, this would have been like a really, it would have still been a really cool IMAX, uh, uh, experience just visually, if nothing else, you know what I mean? Like some bits of it were kind of interesting. And then again, like getting on that highway and all those stunts, I, it reminds me of matrix and it was just not, uh, a good package. is just what I think. I think
1: they, they really mucked up in that. Uh, you know, also I think Murad, the film that won the award oh, is yeah. a good film. But you yeah. know, it wasn't like, wow, for me. It was, yeah, it's a good film. But I think so, a lot of good films probably didn't release last year because of COVID. Yeah, that's was, the other was, thing,
0: right? Like, that's exactly what I was saying. Like, a lot of the stuff is probably not out there. People are probably holding on to some of these films. But yeah. having said that, uh, Sid, I think Burrath so was great because of the shit that he got up to, man. Like, with some of these... Well, movies, it came at the right insane. time. It was the perfect yeah, exactly. film for last year. But that's with for that sure. Whole, I mean, I enjoyed the, the film. Thing. Yeah, the whole thing with, uh, what was his name? Mm-hmm. Uh... Trump's lawyer. Yeah. Giuliani. Right. I mean, yeah. that was, that was just nuts. And Maria Bakalova. Right. I think Bakalova or Baklova, I think it is, uh,
1: no, uh, that was amazing. Was, I mean, she was amazing, man. She's fantastic. fantastic. No, yeah. She's fantastic. Yeah. Not taking away from the film, but I just thought, you know, it didn't have enough competition last year. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. For sure.
2: That for kind sure. of helped for sure. For sure. But I
0: anyway, mean, there, there's
1: no doubt. No doubt. Yeah.
0: Uh,
2: Let's go. But I mean, I mean, since you veered back, so uh, sorry, just said, just to interrupt, mm-hmm. uh, are we, are yeah, we yeah. going back to the Golden Globe categories or are we uh, then. We just, can, I mean, if there's anything specific. Ah, yeah. there's, a couple, there's, a, there's a couple of things
0: I want to sort of mention. Yeah, like, yeah. Uh, Let's go. Like, just from a Golden Globe standpoint, I think Mank didn't make any awards. Yeah. Which, again, I'm quite okay with because I don't think it was that great a film. Like, I know people made a lot of fuss. And again, I'm a huge David Fincher fan. Maybe it's not a great year for big name directors because they're all seeming to sort of churn out these uh high titles which are not really going anywhere so Mangatha was a complete waste of time honestly it didn't do anything for me it is uh it was indulgent yeah it's exactly that see that's exactly it it's like okay oh, I'm david char i can green light anything i've got the money let me go out and make something that's completely self indulgent but it's just yeah, yeah.
1: like hobbyist
0: and it's not even that like i've i've mentioned that archeo film before right which is on the making of uh uh season Kane like RKO 281 which is an immensely entertaining film. You know, like in the in the in the grand scheme of things, it's hugely well written. It's got these amazing sort of performances and it's entertaining as hell. Mm-hmm. But to take take this other aspect of it and make such a awesome, pointless film. Mm-hmm. It, it it just didn't it just didn't do it for me. And I think it's well deserved that they didn't get uh, you know any 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 norms out of it. Oh. So that was one and the other one that was really surprising And I've kind of gone back to this is, uh, you know, um, I care. you know, like I I still don't think it's a great film, but I think Rosamund Pike was pretty fantastic in there. But it's also very easy for her to play these sort of sociopaths, you know?
1: Yeah, it's like it's completely upper alley. And she did a superb job, right? Because I think she saved the film.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's all her. It's it's such a huge, uh, I mean, she's carrying the film, right? Pretty much it's all her. There's really no... Uh, no real I mean, you support have to watch the film well.
1: just for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah,
0: it's I mean, all her. And then, yeah. But she's doing the same thing. I mean, I mean, it's not really that far off from, from Gone Girl in my, in my mind. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, uh, so, yeah, I mean, just
2: those, these things I wanted to sort of throw out there. No, but like, you know, I mean, we were talking about nomination. Then if you look at best actress in drama, now to me, this was possibly the Hardest category to predict because you've got Olivia uh, Colman, you've got Sarah Paulson, you've got Laura Linney, who's a darling, right? For Ozawa. and of course, I mean my personal favorite, Jodie Comer on Killing Eve. But Emma Corrin, Emma Corrin, in this heavyweight nominee list, comes and wins it it for Diana. I thought it was. I don't know, man. I thought yeah. it was terrible, dude.
0: I thought it was terrible. I think it's just a rub off of the crown basically being this massive series and being usually popular because any of those other characters, like any of those other actresses in there deserve it. Look, <laughs> look I don't think a lot of people have watched Ratchet. So, you know, I don't think... Uh, so that totally goes against Sarah Poshul. Uh, Ozark <laughs> against running for a while. Uh, but easily, Olivia Colman and Jodie Comer in my opinion. I mean, I love Killing Eve. I think she, uh, Jodie Comer is fantastic in there. You know, I think uh, she would have been... Uh, on it in my opinion so yeah this is like the most disappointing i think choice yeah
1: but i'll tell you something about this right no sorry just on the emma Corrin thing i think you know if you see the other nominations you know and if Uh... all the other actors are you know they're like you know they're terrific and they've played characters that the public can't compare like you know you go into watching something you don't uh, you know the memory of Dinah is so strong mm. with the audiences and with actors. Yeah. Right? yeah. And you know, she pulling it off so convincingly and for yeah. the audience to feel like not uncomfortable that who's playing Dinah and, you know, she didn't play it well. I think that is I think that's really, really, really very commendable. It's a it's very difficult to play Dina on screen. Very difficult. Yeah. Since we
2: are at it, um, and since we spoke about Tenet, by the way, Elizabeth Debicki, who I have a huge crush on after oh, Tenet, same is playing Tennet. Way before that, from way before she's that, she's playing Ten- She's playing Diana in the next season. So, yeah, no, she was. I had a
0: huge crush on her, basically from uh, Man from Uncle. Just amazing. Yeah, 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 yeah right. <laughs> She was amazing in that. I mean, damn. so even the Night Manager, I think she was in that. That was the first thing I noticed. Yes but she was amazing in man from uncle. Uh, she should just be nominated just for being as awesome, uh, whole category by that. But you know what, I, I don't know if you, have you guys seen some of the other films that are in these lists, like the various films I'm talking about, like Chicago seven or one night yeah, I in Miami. One, yeah. yeah. I thought, I thought they were pretty strong, uh, titles. You know what I mean? Like from a film standpoint, even though they are essentially, I think, I think one's on prime and one's on Netflix from what I, from what I recall.
1: I haven't seen really? Nomadland, so I don't know okay. how, how yeah. this stack up against Yeah, I
0: haven't seen that either. Stuff. Yeah, but one night in Miami and uh, Chicago Seven, I thought both were pretty good. One night in Miami actually is highly underrated. I think this is a wider audience. I think Chicago very, Seven.
1: Yeah, are the best both are
0: very American. Place. Both are very American films, and also have similar spaces, you know, like civil rights and things like that. So uh, very similar spaces, uh, and both were people should really check out. I think uh, they're pretty interesting.
1: Pretty cool oh, that's digest. a tough screenplay, man. I mean, yeah, you know, man, definitely. Chicago 7, woof, man. Yeah. Because right, right.
0: there's not so much of
1: plot when then you engage. Yeah, that
0: story. It's all it's- character and dialogue, man. It's, it's yeah. all, it's all that. Right. And then One it's Night in Miami is a great daddy. story. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's the right person, right? It's yeah. the right Adam Sorkin like we talked about last time. Uh, so, but One Night in Miami is also a pretty Lasso. cool.
2: Yeah, I was, I was very happy for Ted Lasso actually because, you know, I mean, I, I figured that, look, I mean, for best drama, uh, for best comedy series, Uh, Schitt's Creek would have been the absolute no-brainer. There are no surprises. I think um, the only reason Ted Lasso hasn't won um, is that because it's its first season and they know they can win again. I've always had these bizarre theories and the fact that Schitt's Creek has ended. um, You know, I mean, and look at the rest of the nominees. Yeah, You had what, Emily in Paris and that other Kaylee Kuoko show, Flight Attendant and... So, I mean, like it was always going to be Ted. But I'm very happy that Jason Sudikis has won uh, over Eugene Levy. You know, I thought Levy. I think that 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 was a huge shocker also. Because I had assumed uh, Eugene would win. Mm-hmm. I think they've won so much for so long that it's it's okay if they
0: miss one or two here and there. You know what I mean? Uh, but, but you know,
2: I'll, no, no, but, but, I, but <laughs> since we spoke about this on our second or first episode of Binjistan, I want to ask you these uh, questions. If you look at the best supporting actress category, you know, that's another one that is a huge shock for me because now look at the nominations here. Okay. You've got Anne Murphy for Shits Creek. You've got Helena Bonham Carter for the crown who I think should have won with all due respect. Um, There is Julie Garner for Ozark who's phenomenal. Um, But Gillian Anderson comes and wins it for playing Margaret Thatcher. Now that's a huge shock to me.
0: I I, I think, I think Helena Bonham Carter not winning for the crown is kind of act of a character. You know what I mean? Like she's just she's <laughs> just, just like she's just screwed over by everybody, the establishment, her own people, her own family. So I think it's very appropriate that she didn't win. It's poetic. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's, <laughs> a brilliant, that's a brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, I, I look, I thought Julian was so she was great. Uh but honestly, I I don't know about you know, I haven't seen Ratchet yet, so I don't know what Cynthia Nixon's like. Uh you know. I'm not a big fan of Ozark as a series, so you know, uh so yeah, not, not much to comment on for me personally on this one. I was actually shocked by Jodie Foster's win in the Mauritanian. Uh, yeah, again, yeah. I haven't seen that either. So, uh, so I don't really know, uh, but uh, I've just been hearing and talking to people and they're saying that it's like a massive shock. They didn't expect her to win per se. So, uh, you know, although I thought Amanda Seyfried in, in, uh, in Mank was actually, she seems like a really mature character. Like I said, she's like, you know, evolved massively as a, as a actress, man, you know, like you've seen her in like other films and TV shows and stuff like that. And you don't really mm-hmm. think of her as somebody churning out, a, a, you know, like a performance like this It's quite a, in my opinion, it's, it's obviously she's been popular, but
2: uh, it's a bit of a breakthrough in. You know? So merge anything else on Golden Globe? You know, another huge shocker again is best actor drama. Now again, this is a, this is possibly the only last heavyweight category left in terms of nominations. The rest are no brainers, but you've got I mean, you've got Al Pacino, right, for for Hunters. You've got Bran Cranston for that, uh, Your Honor. I think you've got Jeff Daniels, and you've got Hugh Grant, and you've got Ethan Hawke, um, and I mean, who wins? Uh, I mean, like, like Josh O'Connor. I mean, Josh O'Connor for the Crown. I don't yeah. get this. I don't. You know this. what? But here's the thing, man. Uh, I thought
0: Hunters was a shit series. I thought it was <laughs> fucking terrible. Like, don't even get me started on how bad. Yeah, even I, mean, I hate it. Right. Yeah. And and Al Pacino, basically, man, it's either fantastic or it's fucking horrible. There's no middle Al Pacino. You know what I mean? There's no middle ground. But there's Bob Odenkirk here, there's
2: Jason. Yeah, better called Saul.
0: So, so that's the thing, man, like Matt Reese and Perry Mason is fucking unbelievable. Uh, Bob Bob Odenkirk and better called Saul. Again, super fucking terrific. But I thought, again, he had it. and I think honestly, though, like playing Prince Charles and playing that, playing it sympathetically and playing it well in this, in that era that they've shown him in, I think is a tough job. I think I think George Sokano did a fantastic job. It you know, like it'd be hard to imagine a Prince Charles as somebody other than him right now. You know what I mean? Like even he's more Prince Charles than Prince Charles, in my opinion. So uh so <laughs> That's a great one, so you can give it to him, man.
1: The funder of the Golden Group Awards is there are some members of the Hollywood Press Association who vote right yeah yeah. no I think so I think you know what really tends to happen is the most impactful performance of film or series you know gets usually
0: foreign and
1: that's the thing with the crown right when you look at somebody playing Charles and somebody played Diana and you're like really taken in by those characters because Hmm. the season was really about them and I think it really and you know that's really I think the key for the you know the max, I mean, there's some like 80-90 votes only. Only these guys are voting. So, it's going to be like those two, three, four votes which will split and then you'll have a winner. So, I think, you know, it's really that than a really critical, you know. You know but by of, the way,
0: you know, one of the things, one of the titles has kind of sort of just uh, been like under the fucking radar, right? And hmm. performance for that matter is Michel Pfeiffer in French exit. Uh, This is a film I've just been like, I've watched the trailer and just been reading, I'm waiting for an opportunity to watch it somewhere. And it's like a really, really weird sort of uh, comedy. It's a very Yorgos Lanthimos kind of fucking film, obviously without the lunacy Mm -hmm. and the, you know, the, the, uh, the deaths or whatever you want to call it. Right. So without the violence, but it's just like this really weird. Uh, a sort of comedy and and uh, and Michelle Pfeiffer is somebody I can watch all day, you know. So uh, that's I think, a highly underrated title there. I think people haven't watched it. Probably why she's not getting a lot of buzz out of it. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if she gets
2: nominated for an Academy Award for this. Uh, just going by the buzz, basically, from what I've seen. I just looked it up on IMDb after you spoke about it, I and mean, fuck, it fucking yeah. really really interesting, huh? Yeah. Man, seems kick ass. Yeah. It's, it's just nuts. Like it's just such a weird sort of
0: delicious kind of and check out the trailer and stuff as well, man. She, she's amazing. And I was just watching uh, Dangerous Liaisons the other day. So I have I've just had like a lot of Michelle Pfeiffer over the week. Uh,
2: mm-hmm. She's amazing. But you know, coming back to Sid's point on, on the crown and I totally get where you're coming from, Sid. But imagine the excitement next season, you know, because next season like we've spoken on episodes before is in all likelihood going to be the Dodi Alpha the one in terms of timelines and now you have Elizabeth Debicki playing uh, Princess Diana, and you've yeah. got Dominic West playing Charles. I, I think <laughs> it'll be a pretty massive. It should be a pretty
0: massive uh, season, man. Like, just be really interesting to watch these performances. You know, it's going to be
2: super interesting,
0: man. Wow. Very interesting,
2: I think. Yeah. yeah, and and I'm assuming even Coleman will probably go right next season. Will they bring somebody else? Or I don't know. I haven't read up on it. I think they she haven't might. decided.
0: They haven't decided on what they're doing. I think with her. I think she might be playing. She might be. She might be carrying on. I think. Uh but you know what speaking of the 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 Tab Lasso category right I just noticed they had uh Don Children Black Monday which is a fucking terrible series but mm-hmm. Rami uh, have you guys seen Rami have you guys checked it out I've I've heard a lot about Rami and I believe Rami Youssef is a fen- phenomenal yes. actor also yeah he's a he's a, he's, a, he's he's really really funny it's 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 also very much on the do you know, like if you, um, uh, it's, it's, it's obviously got these sort of dramedy, uh, kind of, uh, angle to it, right. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, first generation sort of, uh, Egyptian or Arab, I think he is. And, uh, just living in America, post nine 11 America and, and the things that kind of sort of, uh, pop up in that world. Right. So it, it, it is really, really kind of interesting. It's worth checking out. He's got really good reviews for it as well. I've not seen the whole thing. I've seen some of it. But think of it like Louis, but you know, in that in mm-hmm. this sort of think of it like in this sort of uh, you know, the the sort of uh the Muslim family, like Louis for Muslims, basically. You know, that's the, one, that's the kind of setting and the issues that he deals with are very, very particular to right. that. But it's done really, really well. Uh again, single camera, low budgets. Uh but definitely worth checking out with another one of those shows that's kind of uh underrated and sort of skipping through, uh but deserves a much
2: wider audience.
1: You know, also from the uh, nominations, I don't know if you guys haven't seen the Undoing, right?
2: No, I haven't. I haven't seen
1: it yet. It's a terrific show, man. Nicole Kidman. Yeah. Yeah. Hugh Grant. I mean, they've got nominations. Obviously, I mean. Yeah, yeah. You got more. I think it's a huge show
0: for. Was it a huge? It's a huge hit. I remember reading somewhere for. uh, It's a terrific
1: show. I mean, it's. Is it really? Yeah,
0: I'll check it out. I have a hard time watching Hugh Grant now, man.
1: Yeah. Hugh Grant will surprise you. I mean, the Undoing is really like. Like one of my favorite shows. Wow, that I really, really enjoyed I couldn't stop watching. Binge wow, like this binge binge I'll binge. Check it out. I'll what, I'll is check
2: it 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 what is it about? What is it about You know, it's
1: like a it's like a family drama thriller and you know, so murder mystery is it or uh, Yeah, it's it not? yeah, you know it's, it's a murder mystery okay. but you know it's a family uh, drama murder mystery so sure, it's not sure. someone going and solving yeah. who did it. You know, it's sure. kind of like defending Jacob. You know, it's oh, Okay. A, cool. Cool. Category, but same different space. shows, but very, nice. very similar. I mean, you know, I would like put them in the same category. You know, nice, same. nice.
2: But oh, no, it's on, it's on, uh, it's on Amazon, I think, right? It's on Disney Hotstar. Because no, it'll it's be. It's an HBO show, so it'll HBO. be on Hotstar. Yeah. oh
0: ah,
1: yeah. nice, nice. But it's like uh, to watch these guys, you know, these kind of actors, you know, just yeah. together. is just fun. It's just.
0: No, I, I remember reading it was usually successful in the UK and stuff like that. So it's definitely done well.
1: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, like created by David e, David e. Kelly, right? So is it really nice? It's right out there.
0: Wow. And, but it's set in the UK. That's kind of interesting, right? Typically, most of his stuff is uh, is American, isn't it? Is it set in the UK or is it uh, is it not no? I'm not, I'm not. No, no. It's set in the, in the US. Is it? Yeah, Yeah. New York. Oh. oh okay. Okay. Then I just remember reading is huge in the UK, so maybe that's why I was thinking that.
1: Well, I'm sure because I think uh, a show like this, because they have Hugh Grant, you know, they'll definitely yeah. have solid UK, you know. Whatever. Yeah,
0: yeah, that's probably what. Plus, I mean, Nicole Kidman's a global star anyway, so
1: yeah, definitely. Cool. Interesting. Shall we move on? Yes. Shall we talk about I Care a Lot? Definitely. I mean, what what, what were your impressions of it? I. Like the film a lot. I mean, a lot of masala, a lot of loophole. I felt like it's a Bollywood film. But yeah. I think the the performances and the concept. I mean, the first half of the film I yeah. thought it was superb. The setup, the first act was amazing. Uh, you know, the introduction of the characters and what they do and the fucked up heads that they are. And yeah. you know. And I thought that was amazing. And I thought now, now this is gonna be exciting. And I thought it just didn't deliver to my expectations because I think the first act is so good that the expectations are very high. Uh, so for me, it was just that, but it's a definite, you know, I think people who in, like enjoy good commercial thrillers, they love it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man, it, it, it just didn't work for me at all. It, it didn't do it for me in any way. Uh, it could have been really cool. Uh, it, it could have actually yeah. worked nicely. But I, they just took it to these sort of uh, ridiculous extremes for no reason. I, I didn't get why some of these things were happening. There was a lot of missing information about some of these backgrounds from these guys. Uh, you good. know, yeah, I just, it just didn't feel like a complete film. Like it just felt like it started somewhere in the middle. It didn't really give out too much detail. There's not a lot of development and, and you know, uh, and you can see it coming Like you know, what's going to happen. Like none, none of the stuff that happened in the film was a surprise to me and i just thought peter Dinklage's performance is just terrible like he's usually spectacular but he's just fucking whining throughout the film and and why is this guy so ter- terrifying to these people you know like what's the deal you know there's there isn't a lot of sort of uh uh you know uh detail or exposition on any of this so so to me it it, it didn't work at all obviously uh you know i think i think rosamund pike is just Superstar in this, and she sort of uh, slates it through. But honestly, it's 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 again, a, it's a black comedy. I get that. I get some of the yeah, stuff yeah, that's yeah, yeah. like that. But I mean, you know, a black comedy still needs to freaking be entertaining and be a comedy. Right? I, I didn't think it was funny at all. Like I found nothing in the film which made me yeah. laugh. So you know, it wasn't I, funny. I,
1: but you know, I just, yeah. And they made one classic mistake, which I thought, you know, that they made. Uh, you know, like in any story, when you are in the first act. You set up your key players, right? Yeah. And they set up Diane West, you know, yes. with Rosamund Pais. Yes. And yeah. then you realize, oh, no, not really. And then Peter Dinklage comes in a bit late. Yeah, man. And without any setup about, like, you I know, agree. he's a dangerous yeah. guy. You get that. And from so, there onwards, it just goes downhill. So, yeah. you know, it's great for people who love, you know, masala films. Like, I don't. But I yeah. think. For a certain audience I get why they love it. But you know, it's just mm. from there, from that point onwards, just goes down and down and down, down it just
0: But yeah, like if if Dan West was doing something like to get back at uh get back battle. at her, that, that would have been, been, been that would have been really cool. That's like that would have been the film I would have enjoyed immensely. Like her fighting it right. off and fending it off.
1: But yeah, I think
2: problem. It's a classic story structure. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't do it. But I've had a weird uh, relationship with this one. So, you know, I I started watching it almost five uh, times, no? I, I was no I was I was telling somebody that this has been um, one of the most polarized Netflix originals in recent memory. There are a lot of people out there who couldn't stand it and there are a lot of people who are liking it. But as time passes, I see the number of people who've liked it is outdoing the number of people who didn't like it. I for one couldn't complete it only. You know, I saw half of yeah. it and I like mm-hmm. Gaurav said I somehow just couldn't get into the world at all, you know?
1: So I think the people who are loving it are the ones who think it's a great feminist film. And I think you know huh. women's power and you know, which is great. You know, it's a great character, so you have to root for her. But then, you know, like like one of you guys said, right? Bad people doing bad things is fun. But bad yeah. bad things in an intelligent and smart way is fun.
0: No, I completely agree, man. Like it's just look, the film needs to be entertaining. Like I I don't like the whole feminist side of it is fine, but you know, she's still preying on all these other people and and harming lives, right? It's not a sympathetic character in any way uh, to me. So I I, I wouldn't be necessarily rooting for her at all. The only person I was really rooting for was Diane West's character, thinking that she'll fight back and that'll really make it amazing. But that doesn't happen. And honestly, to me, it's a,
1: it's a, it's a complete waste of time in my opinion. Uh, And the last half was like, Unbelievably bad. I just wanted to see what was the end, so I had to complete. I, I, totally, I, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I totally was worse than Andhataprapra, man.
0: I totally knew Andhataprapra is a fucking classic. What are you talking about? But, uh, but, uh, like I saw it coming. I saw the first part of it, but what happens to her in the end, I didn't see that coming. But, uh, you know, the two of right. them, uh, so I saw that. Childish. Yeah, so
1: the way the whole climax
2: happens huh? in the way. Very, very diawan, you know. So, yeah, yeah. I'm very curious, man. I think I'm going to actually now finish this tonight anyhow. Yeah. You, you curious, should see the last half curious. hour
1: to, re- to see how juvenile it is. <laughs> and the reason I'm committed to Andhra problem is because another problem is a favorite film. It's a classic. But you know, how silly that film is, right? But you don't expect that kind of a tone in a film like this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, like I said, it's not funny. So I don't, you know, why would they even call it a comedy? Like it's to me, it's just pointless. It's just a completely pointless film.
1: So I think this can very easily uh, lead us to the next uh, film that I don't think anybody has the guts to watch. Girl on the Sorry,
2: channel. the what? Girl no, I, oh, no girl. I don't nahi, nahi, yaar. nahi hai, yaar. Gaurav, there is a tweet that you would have enjoyed a lot. There is a tweet that Gaurav would have enjoyed which said that this is the girl on the train that Netflix should have provided a chain to stop me. <laughs> you <laughs> need to pull a chain to... Look, I, 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 I've, I've never understood. I think did Gaurav bring this up? Or I don't know who brought this up prior. They said that, why would you buy the... Remake uh, it, right? Nah, remake remake, remake of- it and then set it in England. No, no, in the sense, see, the book was based in London, right? Yeah. yeah. They remade the movie and adapted it to America, to New York. No, you right. for remaking the American film and starting back to London. Exactly, done the same uh, Delhi yeah. or wherever. I I think, mean, you know, I think we talked
0: about it in the in at Soho House. I think and and exactly, I completely agree. It's a completely fucked up way of doing it. You know, yeah, Bombay may set. Car. The only problem is that trains, I think, go relatively quickly. I don't know
2: if they'll be able to see what's going on out there. You could drive so the think, Delhi I mean, Metro. You could drive from so the Delhi so Metro.
1: I haven't True. watched the film, the original or the remake. I mean, I tried this one, but after five minutes, I got off the train. But you frankly, know, but sorry, it's, a, sorry,
2: you know
1: it's a project, right? It's just, like it's one of those projects where you yeah. know that with a crew like this, you can shoot a slick train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, Completely. You Completely. get your subsidy and just go there and Completely. come back. and Completely. You know,
0: just, But, just but that. yeah, that's that's still not a film, right? I mean, honestly, that's not how you make. I mean, that's how, how you should not should make. What's the point? All that effort. Just save yourself the cash, no nah? Subsidy will and all that I get it, but the film has to also do well for you to make some money, right? So just save yourself the money. Don't make stupid decisions like this uh, because it's it's just so fucking pointless, man. And honestly, it's not like the other one, like the original was that great a film either. It's a, it was the book was definitely much better, much more popular. The film wasn't that great, man. I, I to me at least no, it, didn't, mean, it didn't it didn't jive with me. I
2: haven't seen the original. I, I haven't seen yeah. the original film because yeah. I read the book. I actually right. I read this book much before it broke out. Um, sure. and I sort of I I really enjoyed the book and I didn't want to spoil my mood by watching any fucking screen adaptation <laughs> <interpretation.
0: laughs> so can hey, I say I so terrible, yeah. yeah go for it man of course
1: you, you can you know so the, the thing in this is I was saying like because it's a project but the thing is because the rights are already there with Reliance because they kind of own it <laughs> and, <laughs> and they have right, ownership right. There. but you know <laughs> uh, uh, banjaya, the point nee, nee, nee. forget money forget project you know the point that I'm making is that in our industry there is no importance given to a producer, like a person producer, right? Now, this is a studio film. It's Reliance Entertainment is the producer. Right, and, right. you know, I feel, you know, studios, financers and distributors, you know, they're great. They have the money. They make the decisions. They do everything. But every film, you know, just as it needs a writer and director, it needs a producer. That one person. Yeah. Who is going to be the producer? going to you know get these things done in the right way at least. Yeah. Take the best of are hard decisions, right?
0: I mean, somebody has to go in. say...
1: if it's a corporate. Say let's like, say no. It it it's bound to happen like this. It's you know this is the result of corporate hiring producers, producers and not like. And that's
0: also and that's also the result of say Then this is what you get in the end, right? You get a third with like third icing on it. Like just terrible. Nobody's going to want to watch this in in any also, which way, but, right?
2: Also, I mean, couldn't they just I don't know, man, nobody's questioned them. I've scoured Twitter, IMDb. Of course, IMDb, you should you guys should read some of the reviews because they are incredibly entertaining. They're calling it the worst movie ever made and all of that. I'm going be know, surprised. I, couldn't they change the name of the film? At least. But then you don't get the cachet of having that name, oh, right? The, the, yeah. the,
0: the, the, how do you sort of, the book is famous, has a Hollywood version to it. It makes Ring complete ladi sense ladi 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 to ladi. name it, right? Train pillar key. I mean, that just sounds dodgy. I'm saying girl on a train, train sounds fine. I don't think that's the issue, but I think Sid makes a solid point, and it's a point he's made before as well. That, you know, it, it, it's fucking producer led. Somebody has to go in and take the hard decisions and say, boss, no, this is what we do. This is what kind of makes sense. Fuck the subsidy. Fuck all that. This is what we need to kind of do. And, and, and I don't think there's enough people out there, man. And, and most people end up just saying yes to. Whoever the honcho is. See, because the, the director will just like, do
1: it. where it's a studio saying, "Let's make it. Let's make it." You know, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Follow For sure. the money. For
0: sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. It's hard to
1: say no to that. I get it. Yeah. that we <laughs> without watching it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but you know, you know what? We should actually watch it, then we can always come back and have a discussion. I don't think it. it'll be very different from this one. I, I, don't, I, I don't, I, don't think, think we'll come back after watching it. No, I don't have the courage. Dude. Like I, I, was just thinking. I said that, and I said, like, "Would I do it?" And I said, like, "No, I don't think I would." I don't think I have the courage to go
1: out and do it to myself. Rather no, on, club i rather I mean, I mean, go waste two, three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, like like Sid,
2: Sid still sampled it. I know on this one, I'm not even like, I don't even have Five to, minutes. Really, but I just
0: man, want to see. Trailer, yeah. to dekha, yaar, kya hai. I, can, I can tell. Yaar. Clearly people at Reliance can't tell, but I can. So, you know, just hmm. saying.
1: Like I sampled it not to watch the film at all. I just sampled it to like, what are the first five how, minutes? How, how bad, right? How, how bad is it? Yeah, yeah like, know, like is it matching the trailer? And it is the,
0: the the sucky thing now is is the sucky thing now is that you know we officially get rights for these titles. You know, we pay money to license these and we still make shitty films out of that. You know, back in the day we would just use the DVDs and just rip them off without any permissions, yeah. and they would still be shitty. And now that we have all the money in the world, the tech savvy in the world. Marketing screens, all the sort of permissions in place, and it's still shitty films. So yeah. nothing's the, gonna change.
1: These are the kind of films that COVID has saved. The embarrassment of box yeah. office, you know. <laughs> because these, I, mean, guys, I don't the know what the numbers service. are. Say. What do you think? Like you think the COVID no. kind of saved uh, the no, no, guys? No, like, it from the box office because this film no, no I know, never I know what you mean, but but yeah,
0: oh for sure, just like Richard, Kuli of number of one, right? Membership. That's fine. Yeah, let like
2: Kuli number one. No, no, Kuli number one. No, 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 no. That would have still done 110. This is like a only played. For sure, for sure. It would have taken a massive opening and it would have dropped on Monday, but it would have stayed. I mean, look, the thing is. 100 to, where-
0: 100 to happen, I don't think. See, doesn't have that yaar. box no, of No, the yaar. Street, No,
2: no, yeah. Street, street dancer did close to 90. Yaar. So this would have done. I'm saying, you know, my point is that this would have. It's a very different audience that you're talking about. Then my point is, by the way, Kuli number 100 is still a hugely underwhelming flop. You know, it's not like. Because it is a very expensive movie. Oh, yeah. Movie and- sure. So it's it? even, I mean, I don't know. It, it obviously looks like it, it, it ridiculous monies were spent on it yeah, without yeah, yeah. any kind of sort of semblance of sense. But because yeah, it, uh, like I'll tell you offline the numbers and you'd be quite aghast that like oh, like, why definitely. The fuck would somebody do this, you know? This sort of a for, we need to have, yeah, for sure. But but on this one, I, I like I totally agree with Sid. I think Girl on the train yeah. is something. I mean, and I'm putting myself on the limb here. I think they, you know, this would have I mean this would have closed under five crores lifetime. I think would have just uh, well, wouldn't more. be, w- wouldn't
0: be surprised at that. I, I think Sid's absolutely right. But I I didn't, I kind of misunderstood. Obviously the, the guys sold the film to Netflix, Netflix bought it. So they obviously made more than they would have otherwise. But I meant like, I don't think Netflix gets any value out of this. You know what I mean? Like to me, it's, it's
1: not really going to hit. I don't think it's going oh, to hit any like numbers. A, like food in a buffet. Ah, no. Just churn yeah, it out. Just put it out there. He yeah, he, papad bhi he, mirchi bhi yeah, yeah, movie of the week. You know oh, what okay, I mean? I That's, think it's okay. You know. Yeah. Depends on the numbers. It depends on the numbers. That <laughs> They'll they get good right. numbers. You know, like in India, the moment you, you put know, it. You know, I mean, like
0: depends on what they paid for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's the
1: question. Uh, think, did you all know Shekar Kapoor is also like acting in the film?
0: Shekhar Kapoor oh, really? can't direct anymore, yeah. so I guess it makes sense if he's acting, <laughs> right? No,
1: so I read somewhere that he just finished a film, finished making a film. She-
0: shekhar Kapoor, in my opinion, is the guy who just announces the same movie every every like three years, and then doesn't
2: make anything. So you know. yeah, that's Pani, na Pani is. Yeah, Pani, Pani. Every every two years or something, he'll do
0: Pani, and then he'll disappear. He'll come back, and whenever he's like out of the news, come back and announce something else. Uh, you know, yeah, honestly, it's he huge.
1: Hugely, hugely overrated and hustle happening he's pretty hugely hugely overrated in my opinion uh, honestly hugely overrated so what's next on the list what do you want to talk about defending Jacob have you guys seen it uh, no, Matt, not yet. Not yet. I know
2: of not it, sure. but I haven't I haven't seen it. I'm a huge, huge fan. A massive fan. Oh, wow. and it's very interesting to me that, you know, people like Mark Ruffalo and now, of course, uh, Chris Evans, Um, you you can see that, you know, they must be dying to do something different outside of the Marvel, uh, Marvel sort of cinematic universe. And, I, and I'm loving some of the choices that they're making. But, you know, I strongly recommend, I think Gaurav should watch it if he can. And we should probably do like a half a segment mm. of an episode on it. I think it deserves all three of, of us. Yeah, yeah, I think you should. I'll... Yeah. I'll check it out man then definitely if you guys
0: are recommending it this high, then I'll definitely check it out. I mean, Wonder vision
1: what are you talking about?
0: Wonder vision no we'll come back to this for sure man let me have a look at it i, I want to talk about it for sure. Uh, I'll but,
2: give it a go. But Sid, what did you think though just just i'm very curious to know what you thought. No I really like Are okay de <laughs> ah, done done done. Okay we'll
1: keep it for later. Next one next one. Wonder vision.
2: Wonder vision. Yeah go. So I I saw the first three episodes, Um, you know, it's not my kind of a show. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that usually gives me diabetes and I'm not, you know, and I'm generally uh, like Gaurav had also said, said, I mean, he echoed my thoughts as well when he said that, you know, I'm kind of off the whole Marvel thing right now and what everything that they're trying to do. Um, But I have to say, I mean, hats off. I love what they've done with WandaVision. Actually, I love the whole black and white. Of course, and they cop out by the time it's third episode. Yeah. um but very interesting i think i think th- for marvel this is like a slightly ballsy move and after a really yeah. long time
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah man i totally agree i watched
0: it under protest in the sense i just wanted to see what the what they were going to kind of do with it and it is so fucking weird to sort of go down that road that they do i think it was amazing again like you said usually usually sort of ballsy move to actually be weird with a very mainstream show also i think it's their first show to come out I think Falcon was supposed to come out before that, but I think that got delayed. So this ended up being their first sort of major show under Disney plus. And, uh, I think it's, I think it's really cool. I have my issues with it in the sense that I think the, the wonder bits really work the non wonder bits where they're in reality. I think a lot of that is just standard Marvel procedure of creating excitement when there is really none, but, uh, well, I love how it moves these sort of sitcom genres, like such a weird thing to pick, right? It, it kinda of reminds me of Pleasant Will. And then, you know, we talked about Pleasant Will earlier. And mm-hmm. uh, I, I think it's a really cool sort of style to pick up. And you see how these guys are sort of going through with the fifties, the sixties, seventies. Uh I think they're doing an amazing job. And my thing is you're gonna run out of this shit very soon. So I don't expect Wonder Vision season two to be like, you know, uh you can't really start again with the fifties, right? Unless she goes like mm-hmm. schizophrenically between these eras, here to there, here to there which could be like kind of interesting, but I, I'm more really keen to see now what they would end up with in a
2: season two situation, because that really won't, uh, you can't do the same trick again, in my opinion. Oh, uh, also just yeah. to add quickly before before Sid continues, I also, I agree with Gora when you say the whole time, you know, the whole sitcom-y feel of it, um, I mean, it, it took me back to my gateway days of uh, American television, and you yeah. know, I, I love the whole claptrap, like the whole track in the background when people are laughing. <laughs> you know, it's, it's something yeah. I've, I've missed for a really long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, the, and, and and also because it's very old-fashioned in a weird, way, you know. So I I think these are the things that made me enjoy a show that at least I would not have seemingly even bothered to watch. Hmm. Yeah, but I
1: think it works because it's on Disney Plus, and I think they got this really right. I think you know. Uh, for an OTT you know like you know taking picking content from your own sort of you know like in-house basket and yeah. taking it out there so I think that's pretty cool because I think you know that's a big challenge for legacy studios for sure, to go for OTT. sure.
0: and See, that's uh, that's, a, that's an amazing point you're making because that's exactly what I think as well it's so easy I mean if you look at like the Mandalorian you look at all the stuff that they're doing mm. which is yes. basically just cashing in on all the rights that they own with with you know Lucas and uh, you know, Marvel and obviously they'll start sort of uh, churning some Pixar shit out pretty soon, I guess. And, uh, you know, uh, it's such an easy thing to do that to just juice what, they, what exists and that's what they're already doing. So for yeah, this one yeah. to be so out there in comparison is what makes it super interesting. And then this is like, okay, boss, if this was kind of cool, then maybe I'll check out Falcon as well. And, uh, and the winter soldier and then see what that's about. Cause that might also just be a little bit interesting in terms of chemistry or camaraderie that they've got yeah. there. So, Definitely interesting. So much, much braver than some of the choices they've made with their cinematic choice uh,
2: cinematic cinematic. Sort of also, script. this might also this might help them get us uh, get slightly more gutsier on the other, other content as well. Maybe,
0: you know, if the reactions are right, you are absolutely right. why not try something new? So that totally is a, is an option man. that maybe, maybe it works out that way. You never know. it will be great if it does, because the world doesn't need any more Marvel TV shows, which are just like the other ones, you know, like. Shield
1: and all that crap that they had back in the day. But a very—it's a. I think it's a great. uh, It's a great show coming from that stable, and it's very. You know, like I said, gutsy move. Sure, it's well. And I think it's very easy to go wrong now. Yeah, it's very easy to go wrong. Also, I think you know it's kind of paving the way because they have to battle the other players, right? And Hmm. I think they like you know you, you can't like underestimate Disney as an OTT player. I think that's very clear. It's very clear. Last year was really that year where you know that, you know, it's going to be a big, big fight.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, I I think it's very, very clear niche, right? I mean, they're obviously keeping things very clean and uh, very PG friendly, which also gives them like this massive audience. And then it also makes it very challenging, right? To create like cutting edge shows, which are going to be interesting in that universe without sort of going down the, you know, the, the sex and drugs and violence sort of space, which obviously lends itself to really cool stories and adult stories. So it's definitely, I always think it's a handicap, but then obviously if you flip it around and they've, they've got these sort of, uh, this massive library that they can draw from, right. There's no reason why you can't have a star Wars meets Marvel crossover tomorrow. You know what I mean? So they've got these other opportunities there. So, I, I definitely think that they're on the right track, uh, if they're going to continue making shows like this. But also, a lot of this stuff is very like six monthly, right? Every, every six months, a new show will come and then you could have two bad shows in a row and then, you know, that's like, okay, what the fuck's going on, right? So it's going to be such a factory churn sort of, uh, situation. But I just want to mention that, uh, Catherine Hahn in, uh, in WandaVision, right? She's doing so much amazing work and, you know, not enough people kind of talk about her, but, uh, mm, she, mm, she's, she's mm. doing some amazing, amazing work, man. Uh, she's literally one of my most like favorite sort of actresses. I remember her from parks, parks and recreation. I think she had like a small, uh, crossing Jordan, crossing Jordan parks and recreation is the one I remember the most like, mm-hmm, her from. Mm-hmm. uh, you know, she, and, and I, I don't know if you've seen Mrs. Fletcher, it's like a small, uh, yeah, that's her. So she was fantastic in Mrs. Tatcha. I really loved her in that. I think she did an amazing job. Yeah, man. She's, she's doing these amazing sort of little, uh, you know, performances like here and there everywhere. You'll see her doing small parts and episode here and episode there as well. You know, she's in newsroom as well from, uh, I remember her there. So you know, there's there's some really cool shit that she she's kind of putting out there, at least from the TV standpoint. You know, maybe not so much in film, but she's showing up in like these
2: amazing shows, and and uh, I think she's amazing. So somebody to watch out. She, she, I, she's she's got a damn good role in. Uh, I know this much, this much is true as well. Mark the one that Mark Ruffalo's been beating everybody. Uh, oh, I haven't, seen, any, this. Not I haven't seen that goal. at all, man. I will Yeah, that yeah, at all. yeah. It's on HBO. It's a, It's on. It's on Hotstar. Um, it's an, it's an, okay, okay. it's an average, it's an average show, but I get why Mark is winning uh, the awards. for Right. Okay. Amazing. I'll check it out. Man. I'll check out. The- Gaurav, have you watched, uh, behind your eyes? No,
1: I haven't.
0: Not yet. Not yet.
2: Good. Yeah. I saw it in one, one slide. I firstly, just uh, trigger alert. Gaurav is going to hate it. I can guarantee you that. But, oh wow. Really? <laughs> I have a feeling you're not going to like it. You're going to be like, what is this?
0: Um, <laughs> beach of house
2: so when I started do hey, yeah. I see them. Hi.
0: Okay. Sorry, <laughs>
2: sorry, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. But sorry, it's also got that really hot nurse from the Nick, you know. Um, which wow. again is a great it, it's a okay, great show, great it. cinema. So watch cinema. The show only for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, I mean, my uh, wife is out of
0: town, so I can do all this, yeah. You yeah, <laughs> so.
2: uh,
0: know,
2: yeah. uh, you know, but you know, Sid, there's so much being made about this show in terms of i have not known of any, uh, nothing this year, I mean, we're still early into the year, but nothing has generated this much chatter. Um, and I get why. I mean, I saw it in five hours fl- flat without even getting up or anything. And, um, you know, the, the, the thing about the great twist of it, and of course, we're not going to spoil it for anybody. Um, I don't, the reason why nobody can predict it no matter what, because I I was constantly second guessing myself, okay, it'll go here. It'll go there. Uh, uh, The fact that the ending twist, it's like the village or like Sixth Sense, the fact that it is so preposterous that nobody, nobody on acid would predict it. You know what I'm saying?
0: Just for this, I'm on episode five
2: and I'm trying to figure what the, it won't come. It won't come till episode six. Um, Yeah. Okay. But this it's better just, be, it's better be, better be fucking worth it, man. I'm no, so it I, By the way, I'm possibly the only person in the world who didn't like the twist so much. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, but well, they they are, just I just want to see what the TV said. No, I have really. to watch it No, no, I'll, 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 I'll check
0: it out. Check but it it's like
2: out. one of those, it's like one of those yuppie bro shows, if you know what I mean. Like, all the <laughs> bros are gonna go, like, hey man, best show ever, best thing really? ever. You know, it's like one of those, yeah. and we are getting it. Like, the other night, Sid and I were on Clubhouse, and there were these. Bunch of people who are saying, Oh, behind eyes, behind eyes, behind eyes. And I'm like, secretly judging all of them. Sorry, but. Wow. <laughs>
1: so, you know, I think there are some things that it's got right. And that's why the show is kind of, you know, you know, it's getting so much. <laughs> <laughs> it's <laughs> you know, the music and the way it's shot. I think it's, is, is superb. And it kind of puts the show in a category of 50 shades, you know, oh, okay. 50 shades okay. kind of a feel. You feel the show is like that because there's a drama, it's a husband, wife, and the other woman, and you know mm. it's just like three, four characters, and the whole show is about that. It's like a, you know, just four, tough five. Tough to do, man. Tough, tough to pull off these re-location. Tough to pull
0: off these things. Man. Yeah,
1: it's
2: tough to pull it off. It's got the yeah. mood, right? It's it's a mood show. If you enjoy yeah. the, film, say, you, you know, just want it's to, yeah. It's based is based on a uh, phenomenally path breaking best selling novel. You know, the woman, yeah. the girl who wrote the book, um, she broke out as this massive best selling author after that. But even on the book reviews, because I I remembered I I was a part of the Goodreads challenge when this book had come out and I'd somehow not been able to finish reading most of it. Um, but even back then, it had drawn some flag from a lot of people saying, "What the fuck is this ending?" And some most uh-huh. people just just went completely ballistic. Uh-huh.
1: No, no. Yeah, I, but see, in I'm a show gonna, like this, if you don't have yeah. an end, which is like, what the fuck? There's no reason to right. watch the show. Yeah, then we won't spend the 10 minutes we've spent right, discussing just it. Just the mood, yeah, because just the mood you know won't you know gratify
2: you, even if you don't like the end mm. twist, but mm. it needs some twist, right? No, but I, I will admit that, and honestly, it has lingered on my mind longer than I thought it would. I finished it on Sunday evening, and regardless of you know whether we would have recorded this episode, it has been over 48 hours since I finished watching it. It is still lingering on my mind. It is definitely unnerving when you think about it, for sure. Oh wow. So I'm not watching it alone for, for now. I'm freaking in this house and it's dark and fuck that I don't need
0: that crap in my head. So maybe like daytime viewing on the weekend. It's a day. No know. no gor
2: up. to up to four you'll be able to go even in the dark. Nahi, chod, yaar. Mera, my go. mind is
0: my mind plays like really loony tricks later later in the night. You know what I mean? It's like Calvin and Hobbes. Are there are there these ghosts under my bed and shit like that crap? So, you know, uh, speaking of like, it, uh, another show I wanted to actually just really quickly mention is uh, Line of Duty. It's like a, a yes. Brit- British sort of pop-
1: clubhouse special, by the way.
2: Was it? Man, nobody's I'm, so I'm so oh upset. I'm so upset that People I People are encyclopedias on that show and, you know, I mean, really? I just finished season one and it reminds me of another favorite show of mine, very different, but it is called The Shield, one of my all-time favorite ah, shows. I love The Shield, um, dude. The Shield is
0: but That's the other is, side, right? Yeah, shield yeah, yeah, is like yeah, yeah, The corrupt cops and these are the good cops, right? So, uh, I think it, it also, you know, Shield is less procedural. This is so much more procedural than, you know, The Shield is basically sons of anarchy from cops, basically, in my mind, you know I've what I mean? all the episodes, Gaurav. Yeah I seen I seen all the whole series man. Finish so talk about it no. Just give us a Yeah no out. I think I think it's 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 fantastic it's this police procedural where uh, it focuses on these uh this uh sort of section of the police which investigates corrupt cops and I think it's called EC12 anti corruption 12 and it, it's like a this guy and this lady who are they're both basically serving under like an older sort of cop and it, they all have these messed up lives, they all have like these weird characters and character flaws and they're then out investigating other people who are doing crazy things. Each season has its own sort of arc
1: with like a particular cop that they sort of investigate for the whole season like a different cop in each season that they investigate? Yeah, it's
0: like a different different corrupt cop or different group of corrupt cops that they investigate in each season. But there is like this thread that runs across the whole season as well. Like all the, all the five seasons. And uh, I'm guessing because it's not solved, it's going to actually continue on. It's only five or six episodes, usually hour long. And uh, so it's not like really long seasons. And sometimes you know these, you know the answer to the mystery. Like you know what's going to happen or what's happened. Then mm-hmm. you know who the corrupt cop mm-hmm. is or all that. But how they sort of go out and get him or what's going to happen. That's what really builds the anticipation. And there was one or two episodes where I was like, dude, let's get on with it. And so it was, it was getting to that point. So it's very, very well-made and it's got some big names in there. Like, I mean, Tandy Newton is, is, is in one of, the, one of the seasons and stuff, you know, uh, I think Stephen Graham's in one. So they've got like big name actors, so not stars, mm-hmm. but like these really powerful sort of actors. And, and it's, it's a really bleak sort of universe i mean th- these are people being forced into doing things not all of the corrupt cops are bad they're in these situations for whatever sort of one mistake you've made and you're being sort of screwed because of it so it, it's got this really bleak sort of worldview, and they live in this sort of brutal universe so it's uh, it's it's in my opinion super amazing i think in a couple of years we could probably go back and you mm-hmm. know sort of consider this as one of like the all-time classics i think it has that kind of potential uh, easily top-notch just because of the writing as well as just the police procedural aspect of it. So.
2: Super by the amazing. way, Gaurav, uh, you know, Anirudh uh-huh. was telling Sid and myself on the uh, on the clubhouse room the other day that Jack uh-huh. Mercurio was in Bombay a couple of years ago and No way. Yeah, a lot of film writers, I mean, from our industry, you know, from Bombay, everybody showed up and he in fact wow. uh, gave a lot of gyan on how he'd written it. And I think huh. one day should sort of hear it from him, maybe on, on an episode of Binge's I think maybe you could do a line of duty we special, should. I think. Maybe a you topic. know, we should we get should. him as a guest on Binge's turn. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Let's yeah, do episode. it. Does anybody know him? Like we should totally talk yeah. to him. Yeah, yeah. Both said, so and I work pretty well. Also, so, like, what are these clubhouse rooms and you guys, and I'm so sick of hearing about these clubhouse chats the next morning. I was probably a
1: sleep
0: man by eleven o'clock. So I was
1: about to sleep too. But this guy oh, okay. uh said let's start. Okay, and like a ten-minute thing. I also I thought I read, nah, I read these guys went on like hello. Whatever. But, uh, but dude, if you guys know if you both know him, like
0: like let's get him on dude like this is easily one of the best things i've seen in years and, and yes, in again, fact, that's what he
1: said and he said and actually so many of them you know echoed the same yeah. same view and they said that this show paved the way for other shows like broad church and you know all of that kind oh, of like, easily
0: very easily said you can totally see that in the dna right it's right there like that sort of police procedural bleak sort of worldview. you know obviously the one angle one thing that uh some of these shows like got and on is like these beautiful stunning locations lovely places where bad things happen you know that's the only thing that's kind of missing here this is like a very uh, it's an unnamed city it doesn't say where it is it's somewhere you know uh somewhere in the middle of england and uh you don't really know where so it's, it's like a it unattractive space no it's not london for it's, sure it's not, it's, it's not like the suburban london or anything no no it's not areas. i think it's it, it's supposed to be like i follow like Birmingham or some shit like that. It's it's not supposed to be London from what I from what I, I don't get, think they name
1: it just to sort of
0: They don't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Precisely not to name people because also they probably wouldn't get support from a lot of these guys as well, right? Yeah, yeah, So yeah, yeah. But amazing stories, man. Like each of these stories is like Malbury. Uh, Malgudi on like drugs, man, like bad drugs or so, like Malgudi for bad people. But you know what, like, you know, this is a very British thing, right? Like these compelling sort of series which are short. Like another one that I really loved was uh, Spooks.
2: Have you guys ever watched Spooks? Yeah, I'm a huge fan of Spooks.
0: Yeah. Uh, so there are some fucking episodes of Spooks which should make like a fucking feature film. Like a really compelling feature can come out of just one episode, single episode, forget the series. Uh, again, said you should really check it out, man. It's a little bit dated now if you watch it because things have... It's a British so spy film. The spy, British film. spy series. The series. There's a film as well, but Kit Harington in. Okay. it. But I'm talking about the series. Uh, it, it, it's really amazing stuff, man. Uh, really You
1: know, really also cool. the thing in, uh, you know, uh, like in UK, I think we even you know, discussed before, like unlike yeah. the US. US yeah. has this whole concept of so many people, writers, room. It's like, a, let's make yeah. projects. Let's complete them, deliver them. You can yeah. still driven by the creator for the beginning, the sure. the writer, the same yeah, yeah, guys, right? So you know you can see it in the narrative. Totally. I think it's very fair, you know, in a very different way. Not totally, and just I, I also think the world, the British
0: worldview, said is also much bleaker, right? I mean, these aren't like the they are not like the happy sort of species. Even their comedies are kind of second, like depressing you know, sort of situations if you can consider some of them. So it, it, it's just by far superior than anything. Like the most, most of the Americans kind of end up uh, churning up. So, uh, so even spooks, so like I said, uh, some really depressing stuff in there, but fantastically made, man. Just, just, just compelling.
1: Plus I think BBC there has, you know, has this yeah. legacy that they want to like, you know, uh, like I think you know, keep intact with all the programming that they do over the but years. But also
0: because it. it's it's public funded, right? I mean, if I was somebody funding like public television this way, mm-hmm. and I wasn't getting quality television, I'd be super fucking pissed with my television fee that I had to pay the license fee or whatever they pay. That's how the BBC is funded, right? So yeah, I, I guess it's just put that much more pressure on themselves to create uh good content at the end of the day. Uh, you know, so yeah.
1: But, By the way, um, I was watching the show called The Paranormal, which you. Did you guys recommend it? The
2: the the Egyptian. The Egyptian Arab- one. Yeah, oh, yeah. I haven't seen that yet. Super, I, seen man. It I saw like the trailer though. I was bizarre. looking at it. Yeah. 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 It's, weird. it's
1: bizarre and it's like it's haunting, and you just <laughs> don't stop watching
2: it. In fact, Sid, I've I've spoken with a couple couple of publishing houses and I've asked them if they could, you know. I mean, somebody reached out saying that, you know, this guy it would be great to translate into India. I said, yes, you must. I, yeah. I
1: exactly I was thinking the same thing. You know, it's a great remake for India. Sounds exciting,
0: man! I saw the trailer. I was like, again, a little bit on the uh, side of stuff I don't want to watch at night. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. not so leaving it, leaving it, the, <laughs> leaving it alone. Is for this now. the
2: curiosity of? Watching something from the Middle East, you know, because I don't think a lot of. Oh, us sh- for sure, to, dude.
0: Yeah. No, I say, Marsh, totally agree with you. Like, that's what triggered my thought as well. Like, I really want to see what these guys are creating. You know what I mean? Despite the conversation that we had the other day, I, I really want to see what they're creating. So, I'm, I think it could be super exciting things coming out of the, the Middle East. Uh, oh, like what are you watching now?
1: The production design. Yeah. No. So, no. I'm watching the paranormal. So, that's Midway. Okay. I'm yeah, about yeah. complete Behind her Eyes.
2: Nice. And I'm watching wow. uh, Line of Duty. I'm watching Line of Duty. Nice. And Agarwal texted me saying, "You're the luckiest person on this planet because this yeah. is yeah. You know, falling was, in love with a brand yeah. new. You can yeah. watch so, again. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm just okay. starting Line of Duty. I'm just yeah. I just started. The I time. I do enjoy.
2: Yeah I, was, yeah. I was really
0: annoyed that I finished the whole thing over the over like three days. You know, over the weekend, I was really annoyed that I finished it. So quite upsetting. It's Now what do I do? But you know, I uh, just want to mention that Queen of Scots just dropped on Netflix. So mm. uh you know Sosha Ronan I think and Margot Robbie uh you know she plays Mary Queen of Scots. So I'm I'm a sucker for anything historical and I've been waiting for this to drop. So hopefully get to watch it tonight if I can get everything else done. But it yeah. looks really amazing. Like nice production values, big names uh could really turn out to be a good film.
1: Mm. Interesting it's on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna
2: check this out for sure. It.
1: Yeah. I've also started this show called industry on. Oh stuff. yes.
0: Nice.
1: Very interesting. Nice.
0: Yes. I finished nice. episode
1: one very, very, yeah. It's I mean it's a on. little
0: filmy, but it's nice. Yeah. It's, it's a nice contrast it's HBO, of billions.
1: It's HBO yeah, it's, UK or something, right?
0: It's HBO UK. Yeah. 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 It's that's what makes it interesting. I was just talking to somebody else the other day about it. And uh, what makes it interesting to me is that, you know, it's a finance story. And it's set in like London, right? Which automatically makes it very different from anything you would have seen in the US. And like Billions right. is this bombastic sort of show between these two big sort of characters going at it, right? Just hamming it away. And this is just that much more realistic. It's about people on the much lower end of the spectrum in terms of how mm-hmm. important they are yeah. and they're trying to make their careers, right? So just just makes it that much more interesting, that much more competitive and sort of these personal flaws. And again, they're, they're in the UK, right? So obviously it's going to be, that much darker in terms of who these people are and the things that they do.
2: Uh, so yeah, that's a uh, really interesting show. I'm keen I to see what they do with season two. Also, there's a n- another series that has just dropped on Netflix two days ago. I've just sampled the first episode, uh, and because Gaurav here is also a huge history buff, and I think for most uh, buffs out Samurai, there, Samurai, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, and, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. then I saw the and, and because I'm a huge James Clavell yeah. fan, right? I think so. It's I mean, Shogun, I mean, yeah, yeah. It yeah, he he was actually. Yeah, so you know, Sid, it's it's mostly like recreation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's uh, they've recrea- they've recreated uh, post really? the 16th century feudal Japan, and it's very it's seeming very exciting. I think it's a show that could pick. Yeah, yeah, it's country. pretty cool. I finished it. I finished oh. it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really really cool. It also is like a really important part of
0: sort of Japanese history, and a lot of stuff is changing. So these guys are these those three sort of uh, shoguns or whatever you know whatever you want to call them. Uh they're like super important characters in Japanese history. So they really picked these big uh, important sort of characters. Uh and it's really made well. And 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 say basically like uh uh sort of it's obviously recreations, but they also have these historians talking you through some other pieces. So you'll have some mm-hmm. stuff happen, then the will put some context to it, then you'll kind of move into it. So whatever these guys are telling you, then gets reinforced by like a performance. So it really works well. They've done a whole other series with Romans and stuff as well. So they've got Caligula. And they've got, I think, Caesar in there. Uh, I think they did. Even, uh, even the Ottoman. I think the Ottoman Empire was. The cool. Ottoman, Ottoman Empire was also pretty cool. Yes, absolutely. So, this is like a whole new genre of things, which is like this uh, mix of uh, sort of uh, talking heads, historians, meets recreations, which is what they are doing. And I think it's really doing well because they continue to do these. You know, it's like the third or fourth thing that they're doing. Uh, and, and, uh, it's really phenomenally well-made man. Like even for like, a what you would think some history channel would have been doing say 10 years ago, it's really similar. It's not groundbreaking in any way, but just the quality of performances, the quality of production is super high and, uh, it,
2: it, it lends itself to like being super entertaining. So I thoroughly enjoy it. Uh, all of them. So, I'm, I'm in a happy space, I guess. Between this and Lion of Duty, I'm kind of sorted. you covered. No covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of sucky because I've finished a lot of this stuff. Yeah, so
1: I need to start like. Uh, Behind,
2: the Behind, her Behind the her eyes. Behind the eyes. Behind the eyes, I check out. I've just been watching a lot of movies. Let's give him like a day show, man.
1: Let's give him a day show. These are all yeah. night shows. <laughs> no, so yeah, I even,
2: to... even, even Defending Jacob, Gaurav has got to watch. Huh, Defending, so Defending Jacob, is... I'll definitely Defending check out. Watch yeah, yeah, for
1: sure. Yeah, I'll check it out. I'll check that out. And also watch The Undoing. In fact, I would say, watch The Undoing. And you know, yeah, that's all I'll. I mean, we're run. halfway through the week. So maybe
0: I'll check out defending Jacob and uh, Mary Queen of Scots, and then maybe over the weekend I'll hit these other two shows for sure.
1: In fact, we got Super another exciting show coming out now this week. Which one? Bombay becomes. I don't know if you guys caught the man. Two. The
0: trailer trailer
2: looks so lame, dude. Mm, I haven't yeah. seen the trailer, it's, but I, I'm curious. I'm going to sample it. I would have been, it would have been. I thought it was like a gangster show. Like, I
0: thought it was like these women I gangsters or something like
1: that. Book, was a book like this, but actually, it's a, yeah. a cop. I know yeah. I got confused also because this is that other film with uh,
0: Alia Bhatt. Alia Bhatt, sorry, <laughs> sorry. So I said, so she's doing the gangster film, I think. And that, that, I thought that this would have been like a Bombay so of That's a adapted film, from right? that book. Yeah. Uh, I've read that book. The, I think it's that, uh, my God, my fucking
2: memory is like Swiss cheese. It's the right?
0: Zedi, It's the yeah, wala book. Right. So, Mafia so book. Of Mumbai. I think it's a, it's a chapter from the book also. It's not even yeah, the whole book. I think it's a, the, it's a chapter. Yeah. Yeah. So, so yeah, but Bombay Begum sounded like a interesting sort of, uh, you know, gangster show, but I think it's like a bunch of women just fighting, I think housewives or whatever. I don't know what it looks like. It doesn't seem interesting to me at all.
1: Yeah. I think, you know, this, uh, because of, you know, COVID last year, I think we'll see fewer, fewer, you know, Indian originals. Yeah. I think so. But,
0: yeah, it's quite possible. It's going to be a tough year, man. Uh, maybe, uh, they probably need to start working on like two year calendars now, you know, instead of like single year, just to avoid these kind of situations later, Yeah. make sure they have the, make sure they have like, the. Timelines in place, but this also feels like a very Z5 show, man. You know what I mean? I don't don't mean that in like a a negative way, just uh, I think they've done something along these lines. Uh, By the way, I mean, uh, by the way, I just want to mention, have you guys seen the Jodel show on Z5?
1: Five? I've seen parts of it and I was really impressed. I just couldn't. Uh, yeah,
0: man. Like, so my, my, my mom was watching it the other day and I was blown away by it. Like I I watched like a whole episode. I think it was in the middle. So there's a little bit of context that was missing for me, but I thought it was fucking phenomenal, man. Yeah. Uh, super amazing. Like if they're creating context like this.
1: Be.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. I just think just blown away. Anyway, Pakistani writing is, is always way better anyway. So, I mean, it's just. <laughs> uh, they do a good job with their drama I guess so much better than ours Do they have Pakistani soaps like ours or what like these women and men sort of sitting staying at home doing nothing just fighting all the time do they have shows like that
1: I don't know man but you know their shows are pretty like once audiences start watching them they're pretty it, like, yeah what, I've heard yeah.
0: I've heard like my mother-in-law my mother-in-law apparently likes a lot of these shows as well like uh, she watches a bunch of these it's probably a break Definitely
1: from made. the shit here. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think it's good quality SASBO. That's what people say.
0: Is that what it is? Yeah. Well
1: written Sasbo. It's
2: what. Three takes. I've sampled a couple of those. I just feel uh, Sid has got it right. It's like multiplex for Indian television. Huh? it's not like that really? great or anything. Yeah, Interesting. Interesting. I mean, it's, 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 also, it's, a different yeah. world, right? Like, yeah, it's a different yeah. world as
0: well, right? That makes it like a little bit curious and like what the hell is kind of going on there.
2: But the problems, uh, you know, I mean, I saw a couple of shows, both were based on infidelity. And, you know, I mean, I, I think, in fact, Indian television has made all this and moved beyond it in the 90s, actually. You know, with Neena Gupta, Saas and all those shows. Yeah, but
0: I don't think so, man. I think what they've done is like they uh, they got the sort of early movers in by creating quality television. And then they obviously went mass and they had to obviously dumb things down to appeal to like a wider audience. That's kind of what happened. Have you seen these shows? dude? I know my parents and my grandma will be watching it whenever I go to the house and I'll catch something. These guys, these guys don't go to work. Like the guys in these shows, they're just always at home. Like, what are they fucking doing? Like somebody shooting. Me how yeah, they're, they're, they're shooting, they're I'm shooting. Like they live in these Alishan houses. They're fucking living rooms bigger than my fucking house. And you can't get a lot of money. You can't get a lot of
1: You a of
0: money. of Indian shows. Ka baat uh, some, some of uh, of You like you know, I mean, women also should be going to work, right? I mean, in Bombay, we all work.
1: Analyzing, Gaurav, this is not what we're supposed to do in Binjistan. Yeah, yeah, that's, just, true. that's yeah. true. That's true. That's
0: true. No, no, it's just a thought. It a just thought. occurs to me. Yeah. It just occurred to me when I was watching it. I brought it up as
2: well. I didn't get a satisfactory answer from my folks either. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm mean, going to watch it I'm with sure. that lens now. Every time I pass. Who's
1: not in office today? No, no. no. my, my, my lens or his or Sid's lens? So let's no, 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 Oh go my
2: no. I'm not going to work.
0: Even Sid. Yeah. Yeah, look, these dudes are. Nobody's working, dude. Like, I'm on calls all day. Eh? And you're not going to campaign.
2: No, but Sid is right. They have to shoot also, na. they have to shoot three episodes
0: a <laughs> <pe> day. <laughs> <hai>. <laughs> dude, I don't care. That's not a fucking excuse. That's meta. You're coming out of the show then, right? That is not. A <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> we go, just all pretend
0: all to day go. Day. <laughs> something can happen in the office also, right? Once in a while, set something there. Na. Ghar pe karne ka hai.
1: So that's the episode for today. Hope you guys had as much fun as we did. Do give us your feedback on Instagram at eplogmedia and subscribe to our shows on your favorite podcast app. If you're on Apple, do rate and review Bingistan. It'll help us. Until next time, keep binging.